Heather's my favorite part. What? Three questions. Oh, no. All right. I love three questions, but these are a little bit different. Okay. Okay. Would you rather eat tacos every single day or only be able to drink your food? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go drink my food. Really? Yeah. I mean, I like tacos. I like them a lot. There's a lot of variety you can put in a taco. So that, that's a good option. But man, I'm kind of lazy. The idea of just being able to drink my food and <laughs> be in one cup and like, that's it. Like, there we go. And I really like smoothies a whole lot. You can make smoothies like taste like anything nowadays. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I'd want to like drink spaghetti, but like, still. <laughs> do you realize everything tastes like spaghetti now? Like they have pizza flavored like oh, chips. And I'm sure. It's gross. Anyways. But I went to this really great smoothie place that put garlic in the smoothie, which you think is weird, but it it was really good. It was like this super delicious, like it had a little spicy kick at the end. I was like, I'm into this. So yeah, I would I would probably drink it. Okay. I'd have to go to the bathroom a lot more. Oh man, yeah. Can I choose for you for tacos (laughs) that you don't pee as more? Oh, forgot about that aspect. Okay, second one. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you rather work with the best people ever but have the crappiest job or would you rather have the best dream job but have the crappiest coworkers? Oh, you have to have the best coworkers because the best coworkers get you through the day. I've had really rough jobs, but I really like the people I worked with and that rough job didn't seem as bad anymore. And then I've had a dream job where I didn't like the people I worked with and it was a nightmare. So I would rather have the people. Yeah, I would too. I think that's the reason why I like Bob because what I do isn't great. Yeah. It's like customer service. Yeah. I get yelled at all the time, but it's fun working with Louie and Kate and Claudia and people. Yeah. It's good. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. Would you rather only wear blue, but it could be any kind of outfit mm-hmm. or be able to wear any colors, but it has to always be a dress? Hmm. I'd probably go with any colors, but a dress. Any colors but a dress? I yeah. Know. I went through a period where I wore maxi dresses like all the time. Oh, I love maxi dresses. So like if you, since you didn't say what kind of dress and it could be any kind of dress with any color, I will accept any color as a dress. Okay. Yeah, I accept that answer. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't accept it. I love these questions. I did this with my niece and nephew and it was so much fun. I was like, would you rather play basketball but only have one leg? Or have two legs but not play any sports. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Theo Loka? It was fun. You're listening to the Mother Effin Podcast with Patty Crouch and Heather Draguleski. So four out of the six IEP meetings and school meetings have been done. Yay. I only have three kids. <laughs> I don't know why everyone needs so many. And what's crazy is the kid that's the most special need, Jackson, only had one, and we got everything put into his. That's like, awesome. Easily, which I'm super excited about because he's kind of get. They're kind of creating a blended program for him. They don't mm-hmm. know this, but this is what they're doing, which makes me excited that if this works for TK and we keep at it, and he has other little friends join him, yeah, then yeah. maybe he could stay at that school for past third grade. Or That'd be awesome. Third, well, third yeah, grade, into third grade. But basically, they have someone with him, and they have a special ed teacher's aide with him and this other little girl Mm, mm -hmm. in his class designed just for them too and then they get pulled out for like one-on-one academics 
I guess two on one academics with him, and so he has class with this little girl, and then he has help with this little girl, like, and he's in with all of his peers for some of like we, all the morning instructional time, yeah. and then recess and PE and lunch. So he's with his peers a lot, and then he's pulled out for all the you know yeah. his OT, PT, speech, and all that other stuff, and then his actual academics for an hour every day. Yeah, but it's like a really good blend, and then we're picking him up early, which is. Mm-hmm. Good for him because by the end of after lunch, he's like hitting and screaming. And he's screaming. like, that's me anyways. Well, that's the girls too. Yeah. I'm like, I, I should have everyone be homeschooled after lunch. Yeah. And then everything would be good. But I wouldn't homeschool. They would be like, just come home. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be homeschooled at all. The girls, on the other hand, it's taking so much to put all these accommodations mm-hmm. in play. The speech to text, the text to speech, the like, all of it is just yeah. taking a while to figure it out. And now we're at the plot spot of... Guidelines have been set, boundaries have been set, and in 30 days, we're going to convene for another IEP meeting to mm-hmm. see what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be accommodated, what needs to like yeah. happen. And I decided to put in the IEP, all the IEPs a communication log, mm-hmm. which is like a, just a Google Doc kind of thing, and that gives me access to the, having a snipshot. Snipshot? <laughs> I don't know. That's not the word. Snapshot yeah. is what I want to say. But it is really more of a snip of the shit that they did. <laughs> so it kind of works. Um, of what they did that day. If yeah. you know, they refused to go to school, if they refused to do math, if they ran, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. And I'm going to have an IEP meeting for all three of them every single month. Oh, that's nice. So lots of meetings. But I think it's new, not for Jackson, but for the other two. I think it's going to be needed just so they don't fall through the cracks so that they know what the yeah. teachers are doing and when they're held accountable and then I can document everything. And if we're doing everything we can and Zandy still needs to have you know, a special class just for dyslexia with 12 people because they ex- excelled in ESY. Yeah. But it was 12 kids. Yeah. You know, like, of course, they're going to excel in that. If that's what she needs to really get this dys- dyslexia thing mm-hmm. scaffolded so she can succeed, then let it be. Yeah. So it's going to be good. And I have a lot of meetings. Yeah. I, I managed to, after I wrote the letter, you know, when you put in that, I know I have 30 days and <laughs> I need notification within 10 they put you to the top of the list. I mean, let's just be honest. You get oh, bumped yeah. to the top. So our meeting is in 12 days, which is great. Awesome. Because they were just like, yes, we're going to get this done. And then in the letter, the thing that I sort of gave them a critique on, which is I don't understand why you don't put her in study hall, considering all these pullout minutes that she has. They're like, we're going to put her in study hall <laughs> to meet her pullout minutes. It's our brilliant idea that you told us to do. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, I hate it when you have to make people yeah. believe it's their idea so it gets done. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not have a husband like that. That would drive me bonkers. Yeah. If I had to convince Chris that everything I wanted to do was his idea, that would. It's nuts. It would not be fun. And she like, well, I don't know if she likes study hall, but she was failing her elective theater because it was not an easy. She, she took drama because she thought it'd be so fun to act. But this was like a technical theater class. That's what I did in high school. Yeah, but it was, it's not tech theater like I did tech theater. Like it's the technical aspects of theater like Jungian art and the different parts of a story and the play and the analysis of oh. like it's a whole more. Mine was like let's build sets. And learn yeah, and yeah, yeah. This was more of like a technical analysis, though they were going to get into some set stuff and costume stuff later on. So it was not fun for her. <laughs> and she failed – I think she decided, I'm going to get put into that elective. My mom's going to make sure of it one way or the other. So she just tanked that that class, that elective. She wouldn't do any of the assignments, nothing. So she just had to fail across the board. Because I think the moment they took the fun out of, learn some scenes, 
and she had to do analysis of plays, she was like, oh. Over this. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. This isn't fun for me. I don't want to do so this. So then she was okay to be in study hall. She, I think she ends up, she's going to end up liking it because she's been a little bit excited about it. First of all, she's like, there's only five kids and four teachers. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> so happy. So basically she gets full attention if she needs it. And yeah. then helping her with her homework, like that's the whole goal is she goes over homework and classwork. And then they do additional things like they, they're reading an article and learning how to pull that who, what, when, where, why, how out again. Like they're going over rudimentary basics that they may not have a grasp oh, that's on. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm very pleased with this. I keep wanting, I think of a breakfast at Tiffany's mm-hmm. detention for some reason <laughs> is what's going through my head, which is totally the opposite of what this yeah. is. But that's going to be cool that she's going to have some, plus some yeah. friends. Does she have friends in there? No, you think, not at all. <laughs> will she? I don't know. But okay. I don't care because she's going to get attention that she needs to be able to do these these tests and not her tests, her, well, maybe tests. That's one of the things we have to address in the IEP is she's not getting pulled out for tests. And so she's failing every single test. And her IEP says she needs to have quiet time because she can't do it in a classroom setting. It's yeah. too distracting. It's too, she gets stressed when she hears other kids writing, she starts to freak out because she thinks she's not writing fast enough. She's not doing what she needs fast enough. So she needs to get pulled out of class for testing. And they're not doing that. They're not meeting all of her in-class requirements. It's hard. I just found out from one of my friends and then I was talking to um, one of my fellow foster mamas about her kids and their IEPs. And a lot of these teachers don't even get the IEPs until weeks in. Oh, I'm sure. And it's like, how are you meeting the requirements? Like, this is not acceptable. Yeah. Like, I get that you may not know exactly what student's in what class, Mm -hmm. but then put priority for your IEP students so that the teacher can be prepared. And my friend was like, First of all, some of these accommodations are like ridiculous. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, I get that some kids need these things, but then a part of me is like, well, I don't understand why yours does. Yeah. Because there's no like learning disability attached to it. There's no history mm-hmm. of trauma. There's no, she's like, Patty, I learned a lot from you mm-hmm. of like why kids need this. And some of these kids have like the radi- most ridiculous yeah. accommodations. And it's like, you're in sixth and seventh grade now. Like, we need to mm-hmm. discuss this a little further. But I was just shocked and appalled. And then one of them is from LA at USD. And mm-hmm. she was saying that they don't even get it. And, and one of the teachers has to ask for them. Yeah. She has to physically go to the sped ed department and go, here's my list of class, my you know my class roster. Mm-hmm. Which one have IEPs? Which one have 504s? I need, I need yeah. them now so that she can prep for them. That's, every teacher can't do that. And not yeah. every teacher is going to have the heart to do that. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. You have these IEPs so that these kids – can be set up for success. Yeah. If you don't follow them, you're not setting these kids up for success. No. And oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's mad because we want, we put the note-taking thing there. Like we want an amendment to add note-taking. She's like, why? I like my notes. I'm like, your notes make don't make any sense. You can do your notes and we'll do yeah. other notes. Like it's a it's an ad. It's a scaffold. It's yeah. a little bit to help. And what's the other? Oh, because she comes home and she tells me these ridiculous things that are requirements for her homework. And I'm like, you need your teacher to sign off on your planner that says that this is your requirement. We need it in writing from you. I guarantee, you know, there's a, a she came home with a ridiculous requirement for one of her assignments. I guarantee it's not a requirement. And I emailed the teacher and I guarantee the teacher's going to write back and say, she doesn't need to do that. <laughs> like, what yeah. are you talking about? And so I need Bella to write explicitly what the assignment is and get it initialed off by the teacher. And she is furious about it. 
She also wants to join Color Guard. No, that could be kind of cool. It can be, but I said, you realize Color Guard's a major commitment. Like after school, you can't just come home because you don't feel like doing Color Guard. You have to go every day to rehearsal. You have to go to every game that you're required to go to, and you have to keep your grades up. Yeah. And when she thought about it, she's like, nah. She's like, I don't want to do it because I don't think you want to drive me. And I said, they have arrangements for that. If your parents can't take you to a game, you'll go on a bus. You'll go with another parent. I said, you have to be prepared to do this when you don't want to. What'd she say? She's just like, she kind of was like, uh. And I said, it's going to cut into your Girl Scouts that you said you wanted to focus on this year. It's going to cut into your relaxation time. And you're going to be stressed because you're going to have to go right to Color Guard after class and then come home, eat, and do homework all night. You're not going to have relaxation time. So I think she's kind of like, I don't know if it's that important to me. It's so hard because remember what Cassie said, like she found cheerleading and then it totally changed her life. It's like I want Bella to find something, but at the same time it has to be something that's a little less stress and time consuming. Yeah. But then what is nowadays? I feel like everything is. Well, I'm hoping Girl Scouts will be that. Like she just gets more involved in the Girl Scouts this year. She says she wants to be more active. So I hope that's it. Like working on Is she the one who has the Juliet team or is she? That's Anna. Anna. Okay. So she has an actual like troop. Troop. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which are really great, nice girls who I love. Oh, then yeah. And I would rather her be around them because they're, they they call her out. They do. Oh. Like when Bella does something that's not appropriate, they will call her out. And she gets you like a little- friends like that because yeah. you say it, it's like, mom. But then, then yeah. someone say it, they're like, oh. I took most of them to a movie for one of Bella's birthdays. Like we got their nails done and they went to the movie and out to lunch. And Bella started laughing at one of the girls who started crying during the movie because it was a sad scene. And they were like, Bella, you don't cry at a person when they're, you mean laugh at a person when they're crying. You comfort them. And I was like, yes, call her out. (laughs) But then later. her about showering now? (laughs) Later she's like, guys, I I got an A in my class. They're like, Bella, we're so proud of you. So they will uplift her when she does the right thing, but they call her out when she does the wrong thing. That's cool. And I'm like, these are the girls you need to be around. And I'm I'm fucking racist. I'm so racist. (laughs) Aren't we Because Bella has these Hispanic friends at school who've got what I consider to be a super ghetto way of talking. Because I think it's cool. And Bella now is doing that affectation at home. Where she's like, my friend Mary Lee... Oh my God, like in class, she asked the teacher, like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Why are you talking this way? It's asked, you know, you don't need to do this. Oh my God, after everything. And it's so annoying. But I feel so terrible because Bobby's like, Heather, that's how these Hispanic people talk. That's the way they talk. And it's true, even older ones. You know, and he's like, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, I don't know, but I don't like it. And I don't know how to deal with it because she sounds more ignorant than she already is. You combine her affectation with the weird, dumb things that come out of her brain. I'm like, (laughs) she sounds so stupid. If she was at least saying intelligent things with the affectation, maybe I could get it. Oh, my God. E equals MC squared. Oh, my goodness. The evolutionary theory of man. I don't understand it. Like, what? I I mean, it's just like when she talks, she's like, no, mom, I can't, like, do my homework on this paper because it's too small, the printing. The teacher's not going to allow it. I'm like, that's how the PDF was set up online that you sent me. 
I'm just printing his PDF. Mom, shoot, that teacher's not gonna okay. allow it. And then I'm like, then you can add Tony. Yeah, bro, bro, just, bro. bro, just, just do your homework, bro. I and I just, bro, I, just do it. No one wants to hear you, Bella. Just do it. Oh my God, yeah, Tony, no. no. Oh my gosh, I want to be at your house. It's, it's I want to so be at your house just for five minutes, and then I'm gonna annoy you. Uh, it is. It's so annoying. And I just, if she was smarter, I think I could handle it better. But she's like a stereotypical dumb. Oh sounding person now and i don't like it and i i feel like i'm a little racist because that's how the hispanics i mean there is a culture talk. to it so there is but something then, to explore but then you look at like successful hispanic people but they maybe, don't talk like that but maybe they change themselves to be able to adapt to this white world that we live in <sighs> i don't know i just don't like it i don't it. know i'm i maybe i'm sorry if i'm racist but it just sounds so stupid and she sounds so stupid no, oh. that would get annoying to me it is. I mean, Zandy's like high pitched, like whiny, girly voice is mm -hmm. annoying to me too. Yeah, and it's not real. The affectation is not. Well, I don't know if it's real, real. Let me put it this way: when she's with those girls for the Girl Scout troop, she comes home with that little kind of Valley Girl uplift, and like, oh my gosh, mom, I had so much fun at the Channel Islands. Da -da 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 -da. But that doesn't bother you? No, because it sounds like me. <laughs> 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 Why would sounding like me bother me? Uh, You're like, you're going in the right direction. I know. But the the other one just sounds so, and I know what the trigger is, is that there was a lot of, and they were Hispanic, Hispanic girls in my classes in junior high who were one of the reasons I didn't want to go to school in the Valley. You were because, bullied by people like Yeah, Bella. they sounded like that. And they would give me like, why are you always read? Why are you always reading? Why you got to read books with so many words? <laughs> like that was literally a complaint I got. And I'm like, like, why? And I would, they're like, why do you always use big words when you talk? And I said, I don't use big words. You just have a small mind. Like, dude, I could talk that way. And I'm like, then talk that way. Like, why are you criticizing me? And they just would do it all the time. And it would drive me bonkers. And the reason I say it's the combination of the stupidity is I had Hispanic girls with thick accents as well in my AP classes in high school. But they were like, you know, when we're talking about, uh, what was it, Brave New World, when he talks about the way the system is set up, it just doesn't sound as dumb. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They didn't sound as dumb. They just sound like people with accents. It's mm. the, the stupidity combined with it that's like nails on a chalkboard. Oi, I don't know what to say. Like, just you, I don't mind accents because like my in-laws have an accent. My mom has an accent, but they speak with intelligence and it's fine. There are other people who have accents and they speak with intelligence. It's the combination of the stupidity. And I think it's a trigger from when I was growing up. Oh, for sure is. And I'm just like, I know I sound racist, but I can't take this accent. I can't. Well. She needs to get smarter. If she's going to talk this way, she needs to be smarter. Well, that's a goal anyway. So yeah. let's just go there. Let's look <laughs> forward and where we can go. And that's making Bella. We're three weeks in and she's failing one of her classes. So we're going to see where that goes. Lexi, not Lexi, Zandy ran yesterday. Yeah. I got an email from the teacher saying she refused to do her spelling short. And then I got another email from the teacher like an hour later saying she did it before lunch. Yeah. And then I got a, a like face-to-face -face with Zandy. Well, Chris got a face-to-face -face saying that she ran at math and didn't go into class for a while. I was like, okay, it's starting. Yeah. And we move in a week and a half. And we're like, yay. <laughs> I mean, Anna's at least doing well. She's at a new school. She's blended right in. Um, the PE teacher has called her queen of the handball courts because she beats every kid in her class mm -hmm. at handball, even the boys. 
Um, she's getting her, well, they, they don't do A's in her grade. So she's getting star plus. She's like, but that's basically an A plus mom. <laughs> that's funny. So she gets an otter. Yeah. Oh, does she? <laughs> Not at all. Like, can you just give her like, let me know what the code is. Can you please just give me the code? <laughs> you know we don't do grades doing. at all. So it's yeah. a matter of like where they are. Are they this yeah. level, that level, this level? Are they mastered? They move on. If they yeah. don't master, they don't move on. So my kids are like a year behind. Yeah. Tony's but. the only one that I'm worried about because he's not bringing home any homework, which was the same issue we had last year. And then he didn't. He, he had didn't it, do it. Yeah, he but he didn't do it. And I'm. And he's not an IEP or anything. No. Right? And I need the grades to show up because I have a feeling he's doing it, but he's doing it in the most simple, basic, lazy way possible. So like his history homework will say, write a complete sentence about blah, 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 blah. And he'll be like, food equal fish. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a complete sentence, dude. You're not following directions. You got to follow the directions. And he got mad because he brought home his history stuff. And I made him rewrite the entire week's assignments because they do it in class. And then if they don't finish, they have to bring it home. And thus, it's now homework. I made him redo the entire week. So I think he's not bringing it home because he doesn't want me to make him redo it. I would do the same thing. So I'm going to message his teacher today and be like, hey, um, Tony's not bringing home any assignments. And I have a feeling he's doing them lazy and sloppy in class. And I need you to check on them and tell him to redo it if it's poorly done and have him bring him home. And I will make him redo it. Does that make sense? Already it's starting. <laughs> Three weeks it in. It starts early. The SAS starts early. The failing starts early. Ugh. The IEP meetings are the only things I start late. Yeah. <laughs> because we should have had those before school started. Yeah. Bella's mad because, well, I can tell she's subtly mad. We're not letting her go to the homecoming dance. Why not? No. It's a memory, though. I mean, she's only a freshman, though. What the hell? Yeah, she's got years to prove her honesty and worthiness sense. of going to a dance. It's the same reason she doesn't get to go on field trips. You don't have her go on field trips? No. First of all, the where this started was the first field trip she missed was they were going to go to a college that focused on architecture. Oh, yeah. Like design. I'm like, this is not you. This is not. And she was mad. And then she missed her entire grade. They went to Washington, D.C. And I was like, oh, hell no. Unless you go with her, there's no way. Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to go with her because I wasn't part of like the PTA group that was selected to go and da, 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 da. And I was like, nope, you're not going. This is where I'm happy. And I'm not paying $3,000 to go. This is where I'm happy that. Jackson is so severe, he gets everything he needs. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the girls run enough yeah. that they get everything they need. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, a, I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, I don't see a point to most of the things that the school takes them to. And I'm going to be honest, I don't find in high school most of the um, field trips to be enriching or enlightening in any way. No, we haven't gotten to that point. So far, we've gone to like the science museum and all these things that are totally age appropriate for a third grader. Yeah. You know, they did a, they did a whole thing about food and they yeah. went to a farm like it so it's always been like really yeah. meaningful this year they go on a lot of hikes because they're doing some mm. projects about sustainability so they're going to go on hikes and whatnot i feel that i mean this is very i don't know maybe asian i feel like field trips are great when they're in elementary school and maybe a couple in junior high but in high school it becomes pointless and I, I try to remember them in high school like i don't ever yeah, remember going on a field I remember trip in high school going on one to the Getty Center, but the uh, the Greek one, the Malibu one, and that was it, it was tied into what we were learning in some of the classes and the that would be cool. in terms of history. But was it? 
because you you're talking about LAUSD with their overfilled classes. So they were taking like 120 kids to the Getty Center and you're just pointing at statue penises. You know, like it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know if there's actually accurate. any learning happening. And just how can there be any learning with that many kids? Yeah. Even the hikes at the projects class are going to be going on. Yeah. They're taking an individual class by class. So they're going to be a 25 kid hike and that's it. Yeah. Like she goes three times, three days in a row. Yeah. And takes each kid at that different time to go on this hike and it's all around Altanina. So it's like yeah. a five minute bus ride and mm-hmm. you're done. But she's only taking like the 30. Yeah. She, and she takes 30 at a time. Like, yeah. The classes are split into three groups. I just don't see any value in it in high school. That makes complete sense. I don't remember going in high school. I don't remember going in middle school either now that I think about it. Really, the, the only one I ever remember is going to the butter crust bread factory <laughs> and you got to eat bread with nice. butter and got a pencil. Like, that's, that's fun. That's the only one I remember out of all the field trips that I've taken. I mean, I remember in, like for Anna, in her last field trip she went on, they went to a, it's not a farm, well, it is kind of a farm but they were learning about early American history, like up through the Civil War, and they do Civil War recreations there. So they got to see how the soldiers would live, and they got to try a soldier's rations, you know, what they would eat. And it was a long day. And then they would see how in that era they would farm and like what kind of cabins they would live in. So I think that's very beneficial for young children where the exposure is important. But once you get to high school, like fucking read a book. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, yeah, I don't. I don't know how it would be beneficial. And so many kids are doing different things yeah. and like so many different classes. Like how would that even. I think it needs to be more hands-on experimentation in the classroom at that point. Like especially in science. Like you need to be doing science experiments like crazy. Don't just take them to a science museum. Have them dissect the frog. Oh, we did. Have them, you know. We had a dry ice day and mm-hmm. Chris and I put it on and we had like five different experiments oh, with fun. dry ice. Because they were learning about water. Yeah. And like water, essentially, and water, gas, and mm-hmm. all the forms and yeah. what it does, and how people don't have it. Like they, the whole like, yeah, six month project on water. And so we had a dry ice science day. And yeah, we brought tons, about three hundred dollars worth of dry <laughs> ice. Nice, which is a lot of ice. But we did yeah. it for one hundred and sixty kids or one hundred and twenty kids. My but gosh. it was all broken yeah. up. Like it wasn't. It was each table had eight kids. Yeah, and an adult to help them with it. And like we did it the whole day. It was really fun. And then we had this big yeah. mass where we put all the leftover <laughs> in the ice cooler and then went to the field and then put hot water in it and it just went whoosh. Nice. It was really fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. We didn't do anything for food. I wanted to do a food fight, but I felt like it wasn't it was gonna be too messy. And yeah. I would have been pissed if my kids came home with like stains of food all over them. I would have like, gotten like dollar ponchos for everybody <laughs> and like science classes. It wouldn't have mattered. They would have still gotten messy. Uh, I didn't want to leave the field as crazy. Yeah. So I was like, we didn't do it. And then I got a job and then I was like, nope, can't do that. I'm done. <laughs> So we'll see. We're planning on going on all the hikes for this year. Nice. But it's different. I I, I don't remember any field trips in high school. But then I traveled a lot with the oral interpretation team. Mm-hmm. So then maybe I just missed them maybe or that maybe that was I just it. don't like, remember there being a lot. Like we got a lot of people coming in to do sort of lectures or like in the theater program we would have visiting. I think they were college groups or whatever. But they would come in and perform like snippets of Shakespeare and discuss an analysis of the scene. Oh, that's, and I was like, see here in LA, this would be the cool place to actually go to yeah. a performing arts school because you could draw yeah. on so many people. Yeah, you know, because there's so many people yeah. to draw on here, like in San Antonio. Yeah, nah, not so much. Yeah, I feel like we got mostly movies in high school. <laughs> like, 
Like, you know, when they roll in that, that the TV, you're like, yes, it's going to be a movie. The funniest thing, I have to tell this story because it always cracks me up. It was supposed to be a 15-minute movie on, like, babies being born in our science class. But our teacher kept leaving. And every time he left, one of the guys would rewind the tape. And so he would come <laughs> back and he's like, I thought we saw this part already. All right. <laughs> he would leave. And so we ended up spending the whole hour. He's like, I thought this was a 15-minute video. <laughs> you never caught it? I mean, I'm sure he must have figured it out at some point later. But none of us were going to say who rewound it. Oh, for sure, no. Is I was true? mad at him because I got 89.9 in his class and he was giving people, like, I, I missed a major test because of being, I don't know, absent somewhere and he wouldn't let me retake it and I thought he was such a dick. And if I had was me back then, I would have fought it. But then he said anybody who had an 85 and above was going to get an A. So I was like, well, why do I take it? I have an 89.9 and I had the highest grade in the class. And he's like, no, I'm going to give you a B because you could have done better. And I was, I went home crying. And then there were some calls to the school. And uh, I got an A. So. Wow. So your dad slept with him? <laughs> Joking. I know. But it was ridiculous. Like, you can't do that. You have to be across the board. Across the board, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember telling the teachers when they were watching a movie that I needed to go help with the set building yeah like everyone knew i was in theater and so yeah I'm like okay and i was a good kid so we would just always leave and yeah set build on the stage while we sat there do nothing yeah it was awesome oh no i loved it i was in vocal pros the choir and i remember the first year i went on a field trip to perform we came back and like these girls who were the most popular senior girls like number one actress lead in every musical right uh, -huh. uh oh her student body president you know oh her head of the cheerleaders and then, like, uh, the other one who I think was head, I can't remember what she was like. She was, like, valedictorian, I think. But, like, the top girls, the girls you you admire. And you're like, I want to be them. I survived high school because these four girls on that first field trip day were like, hey, come with us. I'm like, don't we have to go back to class? And they're like, nah. And I was like, what? <laughs> so we ditched and crossed the street during sixth period to eat at this terrible pizza bar. They bought me a slice of pizza. It was a dollar. Oh. And we were sitting and talking, and they gave me the best advice what they're like they, they were like if you're a good student heather you can rule a school the school will not interfere with you basically if you do well in all of your classes and then they were like don't care about what people say like this one girl had like a happy trail like hair on her stomach and she was the cheerleader she's like people like shave it and i'm like fuck you it's mine <laughs> like like they were so self-confident with how they looked wow and who they were and their grades and everything and i remember we're sitting there I'm like aren't you worried about us getting caught they're like no and at that moment, every single one of the vice principals, there were four at the school because it was like a track system and everything. Yeah. There were four come walking past us and they see us and they all wave at them and they go like, you can see them going like, oh, you girls. And then one walks in like, girls, just make sure you go back to school when you're done. And like, we will. Oh my And they goodness. walked off and I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> and they're like, see what I mean, Heather? They know we're good students. So they're not going to get us in trouble. And they were right. It makes sense. And if I had, if like I didn't study for a test, I go to a vice principal and be like, I didn't study. Can I just hang out in here? He's like, yeah, sure. So I would file papers for them during the class period. And at the very end, they'd send a note saying, oh, I had to speak with Heather during this class period. So please excuse her. Because nobody's going to question a vice principal. Oh, completely. And then they were like, please let her take a test another day. So I get another day to study. Then I would do well. Ta-da. I, I, I pulled those strings a little yeah. bit. You have to. 
<laughs> I don't know if you have to. Actually, if my kids are listening, you have to do your homework and you have to study and do everything. But this, well but this is what it comes down to. Yeah. Be proud of your work. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah. And get shit done. And everything's fine. And don't be a disruptive student. Yeah. Like, as a matter of you treat people with respect. Yeah. Treat people nice and kindly and be appreciative of things. Like, the world can be given to you. Yeah. Not, maybe not given. Not given. But, but you know what I'm saying? But like, people, I'm really trying yeah. to teach the girls that. Like, look. Yeah. You work hard always. You try always. Mm-hmm. And you're kind and respectful. And you're going to do just fine. Yeah. Like, you'll do just fine. You know? Yeah. I know my goals for this year, I think, is Jackson just to be able to handle being around people more. Mm-hmm. Like, I really hope that going to school and having more people and yeah. behavior therapists, like, he just be able to handle being Jackson in the world a little bit better. And then for Lexi, I just really hope she takes even more on these leadership skills and that yeah. the reading and writing doesn't hinder her on that. And then she just realizes more of the same of like, she can do this despite that stuff. Yeah. And then with Zandy, like I've always said, I just really want Zandy to have that self-confidence. Like yeah. I need her to have these scaffoldings and these things to take the triggers of writing and reading away so that she can realize how brilliant she is. Because mm-hmm. she really is. Yeah. So I'm. it'd be awesome though if by the end of the year they're reading Harry Potter to me. I'm not going to lie. I would like it. <laughs> So what are your goals for your kids at the end of the year? I mean, not Ugh. failing. I just don't want to have to do summer school. Well, we're going to already have to do summer school, Bella and I, because we're going to do ASL over the summer. Yeah, um, I've been thinking about that too, actually, yeah. just having all of us do it for like once a day. Yeah. I mean, I can find someone to teach us. I think that doing ASL over the summer, the positives of that outweigh the negatives. One, it's only one class for her to focus on. Hopefully. I don't know. She's failing biology, so <laughs> she might have to... Um, but it's the, the goal of ASL is that she'll have me there because I, I want to take it. I want to learn ASL. So I'm like, this is a great opportunity. I'll learn it too. it too. And so she'll have me there in every class to take notes and to be like, no, remember what the teacher said? Remember what, you know, and I'll be able to practice and we'll practice with each other. and It'll be great. Maybe a bonding thing. Uh, oh, creepily. <laughs> I don't know why it's creepy. She's been kissing me goodnight. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. <gasps> Ooh, we'll talk about that separately. So, well, I think she wants to get close because I've been doing her hair, like, and I tried to curl her hair for her no, school this picture. No, this is a whole other conversation. Why? Because this is deep. I need to, go, I need to dive into There's this. nothing deep about it. I think she's breaking down. Like, that's it. I don't think there's anything deep. I think Bobby's been forcing her to hug him every day before going to school. And I think that we started kissing all the kids, like, going and kissing her goodnight and, like, forcing her it. And she's starting to reciprocate. I just think it's that. I also think that there's this, your mom is gone. And now yeah. you can be the mother that you want, which is a loving mother. Yeah. I and think that's true, that's too. That's an easy way to show love for your kids is just saying, good night. Yeah. I love you. She still hates Every my guts time. when it comes to other things. <laughs> but that's your job. Yeah. You know, someone once told me, if your kid likes you, you're not really being a mom correctly. Yeah. Because what teenage, teenagers, they don't want to have a curfew. They don't want to do their yeah. homework. They don't want to do all these things. But... They learn yeah. these boundaries now, and then they become successful people later. And Bella's They're supposed to hate you. Bella's love language is the one that's stuff, where you give stuff, presents, gifting. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's TTY: time, touch, words of affirmation, uh, what's a actions and gifts. Yeah, so she's gifts, and so I know with her birthday, that's going to be an affirmation to her that she's loved, 
because I got her cute underwear for her birthday. Did you with the holes in the side? It's not holes in the side. There's like a little lace cutout. So it's not a hole. It's got like lace over it, but they're brightly colored. They've got little bows and polka dots on them and lace. She's going to love them. Awesome. She's going to love them. And they're not high granny panties. They're like the hip ones. She's going to love them and she's never going to wear them because they're going to fall down her butt, which has always been her complaint of that style of underwear. But she's getting them. Maybe maybe they'll be pretty enough where she will wear them. It's not that she doesn't want to wear them. It's that she just doesn't like the way they feel. She doesn't like hiking them up all day, she says. She got a big old booty. What can I say? She got that big old booty. She got it from you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know so for her birthday she's getting that and then the big surprise that she doesn't know is i bought her makeup just foundation stuff but i bought her a makeup thing and uh i tested it all on anna i swatched on the store because of the same skin color so she's gonna have a surprise of getting makeup for her birthday she's gonna love that oh she's gonna go ape shit like bobby's even like she's gonna this is gonna be and i bought her cheap brushes that are good like elf brushes and they were on sale, but I got her everything she could need to do her foundation. And what's going to be funny is she's going to do it for a week and then realize this is a lot of work and then she'll never do it again for school. But it won't matter because she has it. That's what I did. Yeah. I did it for a week and I get to wear it again. Well, yeah. That's sure I wear it for weddings. <laughs> yeah. Then the girls got into the the makeup and I got to replace it. And that was like, they're what, eight and a half now? And that was when they were three? <laughs> five so. years ago? So she's got some blush. She's got some foundation. I've always said like, you can't, the first thing is foundation and a little lip color. So I got like tinted lip balm okay, from Burt's Bees. But that's all she's getting for right now. And then at Christmas, she's going to get a um, one of those deluxe makeup yeah. sets from like Ulta. Um, and then the rule is going to be you can't wear the eye makeup to school. You can wear it on the weekends. You can wear it to an event at school like a dance if we finally allow it. But you can't wear it to school. Okay. Why is that? Because she's going to look like a whore. <laughs> she needs time to practice. Maybe. They're her friends. They're her Girl Scout friends go to the school? No. Oh. But they don't wear makeup. They're, they're very much like, only one of them wears a little bit of makeup. Very little. They're very clean, fresh-faced girls. Because they're all so active. Like, they're all on different yeah. sports teams and everything. So they're like, we don't have time for this. It's all going to wipe off. It was way too much work. Yeah. So they're they're not. But the her little Marilee, <laughs> they all wear it. They are. Oh my God, she's like shaving her eyebrows, and but she doesn't know how to do it right. So you know, if you ever you you have nice eyebrows, I don't. I have like a giant caterpillar that runs across my oh, entire so face. Do I. Oh, so you do trim them a little and groom them? No, just a bit. I think well, I've waxed them so many times professionally that they don't grow. Back oh, gotcha. Used to. So you know the rule, which is you always take from the bottom. You don't take from the top, but she doesn't know that rule. So she's been shaving and plucking her eyebrows from the top. So her eyebrows look like the Nike swoosh. (laughs) It's it's so bad. Oh, my goodness. I was like, what did you do to your face? I'm like, Bella, you don't want bangs, but you need bangs. You need to cover those. Oh, no. And she's like, Mom. And I'm like, Bella and Bobby's so bad. He's like, oh, my God, you just look permanently sad. He's like, Heather, we're going to have to be like, hey, sad girl. Hey, sad girl. I was like, oh no. He's like, you look like a chola, Bella, like a sad girl. And she got so mad. But I'm like, Bella, you got to hear me out on this. Like, we'll take care of your eyebrows if you're really that upset. I said, your eyebrows are actually fine. Maybe a little trimming at the bottom, but you didn't need to do what you did. Like, it's a tiny Is little it line. Is going to grow back? 
I don't know. She's been doing it for at least a year. <gasps> I said, Bella, like, listen to me. They look really bad. I said, I'm not joking with you. I'm like, they look really bad what you've done because, and I showed her like a video of an eyebrow, like how to do your eyebrows. And I'm like, listen to what they say. Your eyebrows should be on your brow bone. You literally have the hair under your brow bone left. You're completely bald on your brow bone. I said, you're the reverse of what you're supposed to do on your eyebrows. And I'm like, you Is need she to it grow or no. I told her, I'm like, you need to not touch them for like six months. And I said, if you've been really plucking these like crazy, I'm like, you need to be prepared that they're gone. Oh. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And then if that's the case, you're probably going to want to just remove all of like this giant section and pencil them in because it's not going to look good ever. That's a hard conversation because yeah. how do you balance that with your looks don't matter? Yeah. You know, but like at the same time, <laughs> you can't really go. I was like, Bella. But eyebrows are a communication tool. I know. Like, like, why you would you go from the top, Bella? Like, so... That's crazy. So you're doing her hair now? She's letting you do her hair? Well, a little bit of curling, just if it's something that she wants, like to curl it. We tried, um, but her hair is so greasy. And I don't, I think she, she told me that she washed it fine, but you could feel the... Like the, what's the word? Not just hair oil, but like the conditioning in it the still, residue. the residue. I'm like, I don't think you wash this out very well. I said, Bella, like if I pull on your hair, like this, just run my hand through it, I'm getting residue all over my hands, mm. which means that when you conditioned it last night, you didn't wash it out well. And she, uh, she's like, no, 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 I did, I did. I said, can she do that squeak test? Isn't that supposed to like squeak? I don't know. Clean. Is it? I don't know. I think it's maybe when, when all the residue is off, you should be able to like when it's wet in the yeah. shower, go and it should squeak. Yeah, maybe I'll tell her that. But it was, it was, they did not want to hold the curl at all. Mm. And we had done it once before over the summer, and it did it. So I, in my mind, I think that what she did is that she put the conditioning on and was like, maybe I'll. I think I got her um, a defrizzing thing. Like it was in the hair. Like you know when you get the gift sets. Yeah. I think she put that on that night so it would like be frizzy like less frizzy in the morning and that was the residue that was oh. felt so i'm just so proud like i'm excited that these are like these little bonding steps that i think are really going to be healing between you and but i was like bella because she keeps shaving her widow's peak oh. and i'm like and then she stopped shaving it and she started plucking it and i'm like bella you're gonna fuck up your hairline she's already fucked it up because again that she doesn't have it like right across so she's got like a weird like half moon. <laughs> oh, geez. It's so bad. I'm like, Bella, you got to stop. And it's actually something we're worried about because she's often pulled her hair, pulled hair out and like cut her hair and cut her clothes. And that's a sign that she's got body dysmorphia issues and everything. And, you know, it's one of the things that we have to red flag and be like, we need to be really on the lookout for this. Yeah. Which is why I do think things like makeup are a suitable solution like to show her, you know, so she'll stop. Like she picks her face too much and she has bad acne scarring. And those things can stay. Yeah, for, they're going to stay for a while. Like it's bad. Like it's a dark. They're like black spots on the face now where she's seven years. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. What's your goal for Tony? To not fail from his stupidity. Like <laughs> it's it's not even that he doesn't understand the stuff. He's so lazy. Maybe laziness. Like, that's just, like the goal for half of the world. Can you not fail from your stupidity? Like, like that's what I, we want I get for the kids, world. Like I don't want to say stupid in that he doesn't understand the stuff. Like he can't. 
No, he can. His stupidity is that he's lazy and he's sloppy. Have, like, you, have you implemented that habit goal for him? Yeah, but it's really hard when he's not bringing homework home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really time. hard to do that when he's like, oh, I did it in class. And I'm like, so why don't you just start? Okay, well, then I'll give you my own homework and have him do it. I, I might. But what I want is I want to see his homework. And I told him because we're, we still haven't implemented it yet. But once it gets through with the um, with the chores and everything and their daily responsibilities, he has to show us his homework. He has to. So great. You did it in class. Fine. You have to bring it home and I have to look at it. And I have to sign off that it's done. And it was done to my satisfaction. That makes sense. So, and then Anna, Anna's doing fine right now. Like she likes to come home and show us what she's been doing. She, her last school built in a really good habit already with homework with her. So as long as we keep it going and we don't ignore it. Well, okay. So she had a teacher she hated. And if you didn't do all your homework during the week and get your thing signed off that you did all your homework, you had to spend Friday afternoon in her class Versus free play. So one, you don't want to miss out on free play. And two, she didn't want to be in that classroom. So she did her homework and had us sign off every single day. Because so that became a habit. So now her habit has just continued. Like, here's my homework. Here's what I wrote on my planner. And mom, sign off on it, please. You know, note that he did it. And here's my homework. And check it. Is it good? Great. On you go. So I I love that about it that 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 happened. <laughs> I love that she was so traumatized. Yeah, I'm that she got of, good homework habits. That was traumatized at least for a pro. Yeah, had some kind of pro consequence to it. That's cool. I'm glad that they're doing at least one's doing yeah. well. Eventually, I think one of mine will be doing well. They will. They will. Anna took a while, and but you know she got the most uh, focus really, and she did the most work in therapy, and that's really what I think did it for her is that she did that hard work of doing trauma therapy. Yeah, there's so many little uh, little yeah. things, like the hard work in trauma mm-hmm. therapy. You got it a little bit younger, so that it wasn't as yeah. ingrained. And then and it was harder yeah. in the beginning, but yeah. you worked through it, so it's, it worked. I mean, Tony's laziness and everything, I do believe is directly correlated to his trauma, you know, and his wanting to machismo, like, at cool in class and, like, whatever. And it's just, the thing is, he's such a good person boy other than that like he i told all the kids you need to wash your lunchbox stuff out when you come home like yeah i'm making you lunch i'm making you breakfast the least you can do is wash your lunchbox you know containers yeah, the girls do that immediately when they get home they don't yeah. they put their backpack down they unzip it they wash it yeah. put it in where the dryer rack is yeah the new house doesn't have a dishwasher we thought mm. it did so we said it did and then we realized it doesn't <laughs> so we're no. like sorry <laughs> maybe you can get one installed at least Chris wants to get yeah. one installed within the next like six months to a year. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. And he's yeah. like, yeah, because it's not your your <laughs> chore that you do. I'm like, mm, basically, yeah. Um, so he's really good about it. And then this morning, he saw that the trash was full, and he took the trash out to the trash can and put a new bag in. So there's stuff there. It's just yeah. around school it hasn't. Yeah, he's imposed. he's trying to act too cool in class. Mm. And friends, man. Yeah, trying to be cool with your friends. Yeah, I still feel like I try to be cool, like at work and stuff. I don't give a shit. But I work at home. <laughs> you already caught yeah. Bobby. You don't I'm need to do the anything. coolest in our house. The wicked nails are already in there. You're you're set for yeah, life. I got so mad because he was wearing his like sleep shorts to go pick him up from school, and he got out of the car, and he's like his dad now. Like the shorts were up above his like they're like right under his breastbone area. They were like hiked so high, and they were like, "My God, Dad, why did you come pick us up like that? It's so embarrassing." And oh, 
Yes. That's your goal in yeah. life. They should hate you and you should embarrass yes. them as often as possible. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing to do when they were at private school and we would drop and pick them up is that I had a lot of themed hoodies, you know, for the holidays. Uh-huh. So like, you know, Halloween and Christmas and I would wear like the obnoxious. The Christmas one is super obnoxious. It looks like a giant Christmas tree. <gasps> and I would it. wear it and I would roll down the windows to the car and I would just blast Christmas music. And I would drive up and all the kids who are doing like car duty that day would see and they're like, oh my God, your mom. Like, stop it, mom, stop it. That is awesome. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) That's awesome. I loved it. Um, I can't beat my kids. I can't really do anything. You know, most verbal punishments don't really matter to them because they're not getting the crap beat out of them anymore. So I found the only way to punish my kids that gives me any satisfaction is humiliation. And that's just me. You know, if they're acting out in a store, oh, I'm dancing. I'm dancing to the music. And I'm not dancing a little. I'm dancing a lot. Like I'm breaking it down. Like it's bad. That's the way to go. <laughs> I think this tool is not utilized as much. As it's we not. Can. Yeah. Parents unite. Let's utilize the embarrassment. Yeah. If tool. you see another parent doing something embarrassing in a store, you join them. You join them. I would totally join you dancing yeah. in the middle of a target aisle. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. I am there for you. Yeah. I high five all the parents that have yeah. the kids that are like melting down. I'm like, been there, done that. Good job, mama. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Unite. Embarrass your children. It's the only way we can punish them that will make us feel good. And it's not embarrassing them by by being mean to them. It's just by dancing. Like, really, dancing, they hate it so See, much. I threatened by singing. I'm like, yeah. do you want me to rap it? And they're like, no, yeah. mom, don't do it. Although yeah. they've been rapping a lot recently, which has been interesting. <laughs> yeah. I recommend it. Well, oh, well, if they've been rapping a lot, you've got to get those, like, math science raps. Oh, I things. should totally do that. Yeah. They... I have to get the school to do it. Like, I have mm-hmm. to be like, Miss Bonnie, tell them that this is cool. Because if I do it, it's not cool. But yeah. if Miss Bonnie does it... It is cool because Miss Vani yeah. has tattoos. I have tattoos. Miss Vani has dogs. <laughs> I have a dog. Miss Vani is like the yeah. shit yeah. at school. So tell Miss Vani, like, be like, hey, girls, I heard about this cool album called Math Raps. I love it. You should check it out. <laughs> it reminds me of a Cosby Show episode. Yeah. Anyways, okay, we're going to have to circle around this again in like six months and be like, where are they now? And I'll be like, my kid is going to go to school. No, no. <laughs> The Mother Effin' Podcast is hosted and produced by Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to visit us online at mothereffinpodcast.com.